Come on, let's go. Come on. Let's go. We're going to see if this works here. we got it something was going on with the uh internet <laughs> like what else? what else it's uh i don't know march 32nd it's april it, it, nothing else can happen well i shouldn't say that i should not even shouldn't should not even try to go there hey what's going on it's mario fa podcast giving you like the daylight version uh we're gonna get some people we're gonna get daniel on from federal uh, he's gonna join us and um we're going to talk federal ammunition. We're going to talk all kind of stuff. Uh, I got some questions from yesterday. So we're going to get to some questions. And, uh, you know, and anything you got to comment on, you know, feel free to jump in. Jump in and send it to me. Uh, I'll get Daniel on the phone. Daniel Compton from Federal. I'm going to get him on the line. And then we'll... Uh, We'll chit chat with him, see what's going on. Uh, FA podcast. We're uh, <laughs> April first, I believe. Uh, which <laughs> no April Fools here. Everything that we're going to talk about is uh, is for real. We can't, we can't. Well, we can't get worse, but we're trying not to. So, don't forget, of course, uh, the FA podcast. It's powered by some great partners that we got. Benelli USA. Uh, also, uh, federal who I'm going to get on here in just a second. And also, um, my good folks at Mossy Oak and Ranchland Outfitters up in Alberta, Canada, my buddy Rob, uh, and that, and then I got, I got some other sponsors that are hometown favorites and, and always do stuff for me here. And that's Benchmade, uh, knives and loophole. Uh, so big shout outs to them. And of course, pattern master, that's going to come up a bunch today because we're, I, I know we're going to talk choke tubes and everything else. So, um, <clears throat> we'll get Daniel on the phone right now and then we can kind of chop it up with him and and go from there and he can give you some you know some news on what's hot and what's new and um you know what's happening in the world of federal ammunition so hello it's Dan hey Dan how are you bud I'm good how are you oh man I'm doing great for the circumstances we're in we're just making it happen yeah. right for sure. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, you're perfect, bud. You are perfect. So uh, uh, give me just a little bit of background on, on what you do at Federal so the folks know what's going on and, and who they're talking to, and they, they know that they're, you know, we're talking to somebody legit from Federal that knows what's going on and what's happening. Gotcha. So I'm the product line manager for shot shell rimfire muzzle loading at Federal CCI and Spear. 
In a nutshell, I'm the, I'm, I'm the marketing guy and I am in charge of the product roadmap. So what we, so a lot of that is the new products, you know, That's we right. look at, uh, we, we typically look at things by usage areas, you know, like Turkey, big game, waterfowl. And then we figure out where do we need to improve, grow, add new products or promote within that, that group. And so I own, I own that strategy. And then I work with the engineers on uh, bringing the new products to market. And then I'm typically the go between, between, you know, the technical side and uh, from engineering and the creative team and how we position products. So you get uh, you get blame first and credit last. Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, and every now and then, that yes, flips. yes, but, bro. Uh, I know you, you can't bank on it. So. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I'm kind of in that same situation, so I know exactly. I know exactly what you're talking about. So I uh, I got you on that one. Um, sure. Hey, so so let's jump right into. I mean, obviously, turkey's right around the corner. Uh, I actually had some people send me some questions yesterday already. Uh, okay. And I got some stuff written down uh, that we're going to go through, and I'm sure you know some some uh, you know some stuff will come in here as we get going. Uh, so let me know uh, what's new for turkey season. Let's let's start let's start there. Sure, new for us. Um, we're still riding the wave. You know, we released uh, TSS Tungsten Super Shot about. So I think we're in our third season now, and we're still really riding that wave of that popularity. Right. Um, you know, for for those the hardcore listeners don't really know, but tungsten super shot is an 18 gram density um, tungsten versus other products on the market, either 13 or 15 in the past. It's twice as dense as lead. So if you think of two objects flying at the same speed, the denser one's going to hit a lot harder, like uh, tennis balls and baseballs. Gotcha. You know, is how I, how I put that. So both at 50 miles an hour, they're both going to hit pretty hard, but the baseball's going to have a little more punch. You know, right. so. And the benefit of that is you can get away, because it is denser, you can get away with using a smaller pellet size. So, uh, like a number 9 TSS has roughly the same kinetic energy of a number 5 lead going at the same speed. So, you can use a smaller pellet, you can up your pellet count within the load, and you can extend the range that you're hunting before. So, it's kind of this perfect storm of a great product. So, we have everything um, from 12 we have 12 gauge three and a half all the way down to 410 and if you talk about what's new like what we've really seen driving out of this is a lot of sub gauge hunting you know a lot of 410 hunting a lot of 20 gauge hunting right um so when you guys when you guys are packing you know like you're talking about those nines are are going to be like you know you know like a five lead oh my Mm -hmm. god that's like brutal you know what i mean yeah, it's. Let me see. I have one sec here. I can tell you the pellet count difference. So if you let's say for example, and, and I, we talk a lot about sub gauge because it's kind of a newer, especially in turkey hunting. You know, forever it was the biggest, heaviest, most you could throw at them. Right. You know that possible. You know, and and still be and still be safe and, and worry about other hunters and stuff around. But uh, so it's kind of counterintuitive what people think. But if you look at like a thirteen and sixteen ounce four ten load. In number nine shot, you got 294 pellets. And if you look at an ounce and three quarter of number five and lead, you have 298. So that's a four pellet difference for about a quarter of the recoil in the same range that you'll get out of your 12 gauge. Right. So it's pretty impressive stuff. Yeah, it, I mean that's that's unbelievable, is what that is. I mean, it's yeah. listen, it 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 it's bad. There's no doubt about it. it. It's badass. I mean, it's pretty. It's pretty brutal. So, uh, if you're if you're trying to do the job, 
that's definitely a tool in your toolbox that that you need for uh, for turkey hunting uh, and for and for waterfowl as well. We're going to talk about what's coming up there. Uh, is there anything else folks should look out in the turkey side before you know before all the uh, you know before everything breaks here and everybody starts you know hopefully heading to the woods and and getting out. No, we got, you know, and honestly, you know, TSS, you know, and I just talked a lot about subgauge. We have something for everybody. Turkey hunters either like going a little lighter, you know, in, in recoil, but the same power, but they also want to put as much, some guys or, or gals want to put as many pellets as they can in a 10-inch circle. So we have loads that are up to, you know, a 1,000 pellets in a load as well and a 3.5, 12-gauge. Uh, but we have that. We have our standard grand slam, which is a buffered lead load, which works great. And we have a blended load in third degree, which is TSS and copper plated and nickel plated lead. So we kind of have a price point for everybody. And then one thing is if you're looking through our website, you can check us out at federalpremium.com. If you see something in our regular lineup that we don't have, we did offer what we call a custom shop now, which we will build to order those skew offerings that you can find in there. And you can see loads, you know, what we've, mainly experimented with was things that we knew wouldn't necessarily be the biggest runners through the plant. You know, Federal's a pretty big beast in our minimum runs. We like to have a pretty good size, but That's right. we do like 28 gauge, you know, there, there's a 28 gauge hunter out there and we knew we were getting demand for TSS. So right. if you want, you know, we will hand load you to order um, 28 gauge TSS turkey shells <laughs> or 16 gauge. And we have waterfall in the upland loads as well. So you can check that out at that, at the, custom shop link on our website too yeah and the custom shop the custom shop is, uh, the custom shop is definitely cool it's definitely a cool thing like you said especially if you're you know if you're that hunter who likes to you know say you're trying to do the grand slam with every gauge you know what I mean like whatever you're trying to do like that's pretty cool you know or you know I know a lot of the duck clubs uh, some of the big dollar duck clubs are kind of you know uh, hey let's go down to 20 gauge so we're not you know we're not spooking everything and busting everything out like let's try that let's do that so i mean there's definitely some usage usage there there's no there's no doubt about it so there's definitely some cool stuff going on so um i do like seeing stuff like that so that that is definitely a cool thing um so let's let's get into the waterfowl side uh because i do have a couple questions there was a couple people who asked uh, and I definitely want to get to stuff like that. So, uh, you know, you, what is new for this fall? Uh, this fall we added, so as I kind of, I previously, I talked about the TSS shot. Um, last season we did what we call black cloud TSS, where we, we put number three flight stopper steel and number nine TSS and 12 gauge loads or number B or double B steel with number seven uh, TSS loads, kind of a combo load together. Right. This year we added 20 gauge to that mix. And so we have number three flight stopper steel and number nine uh, TSS in black cloud. And so it still follows the same black cloud story. You know, 60% of your pellets are that tungsten super shot. The other 40 are the flight stopper and you still got the flight control wad. So it's really a, a long range, um, waterfall load is, is the best way to explain it right um you're you're taking a 20 gauge and you're making it all of a you know a finishing gun at 45 to, to 50 yards easy right right that's uh that's pretty cool i can't wait for that that's neat i mean so so the the questions here i'll read like the first one because i i know we're going to get into a uh a discussion about choke tubes and black cloud and a bunch of other things because the, the questions that I got yesterday, uh, like here's the first one. 
can you explain why some chokes don't work well with certain wads, uh, especially the Black Cloud wads? You know, and and you know, just kind of explain that for folks on. You know, obviously you need to pattern your shotgun. You know, on the loads that you're using, and figure out what's working for you. You know, 20, 30, 40 yards to see what's you know who's your friend and what chokes you need to pick. So. You know, on the black cloud, you know, I know it, it has changed because you you weren't able to shoot it, you know, through uh, a wad stopper or a pattern master style choke. Now the new stuff you can. So so maybe talk about that and explain, you know, what guys are looking for, what they should look for and pay attention to. Sure. Yeah. When uh, the flight control wad is so and this comes up a lot with black cloud, if you yep. Well, what we're known for at Federal is is pretty good wad design in general, and all our waterfall loads. If you talk to the choke tube companies, um, we we usually got a pretty good reputation with them as we use a, a pretty dense um, polyethylene blend in them, so they're they're a little more rigid. So especially if you're using a wad stripping choke, it really seems to grab that wad and slow it down. Right. You know, so overall, any of our loads are, should you know work with any of your your favorite choke tube company out there when you get into a black cloud wad or like a flight control uh when now the flight control flex it's it's what's called a rear braking wad so there's fins on the back yep. and when the wad leaves the barrel it opens up and it kind of acts like a parachute and the the muzzle pressure is going to open those fins up and it's an air brake so imagine the wad starts to slow down and the shot gets to go forward and the main benefit of it is you get really consistent pattern that way you don't have a wad leaving and opening the barrel differently every time like it can with front opening pedals. Right. So with a ported choke tube or a, a wad stripping choke tube, that's kind of accomplishing by, by doing that, by separating the two and the way that there's there's uh, slits in the side of the wad. Uh, when it, It's kind of hard to explain, but when, when shot is getting pushed down your barrel, it's getting pushed from behind, right? Right. And then it's getting air pressure from the front. So it's got all this energy putting at it in different ways. And the faster you can drop that pressure as it leaves the muzzle, the better. And sometimes, typically, that's why a ported choke tube works is because you're venting some of that pressure to the side before the shot is leaving the, the column, you know, because you're pushing air in front of it. Right. And right. so that helps you get a consistent release outside the gun. A flight control wad accomplishes the same thing. So it just kind of depends on the the wad design, the port design, or whether there's porting or not. And some guns are just a little finicky depending on the on the system. So when we redesigned the flight control flex wad, yep. we wanted to make sure that it would work with a ported choke tube because if you were shooting venting gas to the side, we weren't getting enough pressure to open the fins up, and it would just fly like the wad would never really separate that great from the, the right. shot column. So right. now we've done that, but sometimes you'll just find that that magic medicine that my shotgun and this choke tube really shoots this load well and uh and, and like you as you led with you know patterning your gun is the most important thing but our goal is that you know if you had a factory gun with your factory tubes and you you know if you're going to hunt steel and you shoot a modified or a improved modified you know steel full um you should have a relatively good experience with any of our loads right out the gate and if you go to an aftermarket tube it should it should enhance that right right i mean you know the um i've been shooting um you know the pattern master tubes forever and um it just seems like if i if i take my time and dial them in i'll find the right one uh that works the best you know that works the best for me 
and my gun, my ammo, my tube, you know, the whole deal. So it is, it is always a, um, it's, it's a mixture. You know what I mean? It is, uh, it is an absolute, you know, science project, let's call it. You know what I mean? It is, it, yeah, it really is. And, and, you know, we, we designed for, you know, to have a, a broad range of platforms in mind, you know, and uh, we want to have a good experience that puts on a well and which that works well. And if you talk to somebody like Rob Roberts, you know, who's doing custom guns and custom choke tubes, he's got it down to the science where, like, he can take your gun and tell you exactly what shoots through it. So he's really good at taking the gun and say, okay, right. your gun in number twos, you need this choke. And in number threes, you need this choke. And sometimes it is that dependent, depending on the on the shot sizes but yeah i've had good luck with pattern masters i've shot a lot of kicks high flyer um that's worked really well for me uh true lock makes some great tubes they make some um a black cloud line of tubes and sometimes the common question we get is do i have to use a black cloud choke tube to shoot black cloud and the answer is no right um but manufacturers like carlson's and true lock and, and pattern master have made choke tubes where they took our product shot it, and they say you know this gave us the best results so that's we're, right we're recommending this for black cloud because it worked good for us that's right you know and 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 to be honest like okay so let's take a you know let's let's take a pattern master and, and what i've noticed on that for black cloud is you know guys are always thinking like i need you know the extended range tube or the goose tube, which, you, you know, which is built for like three and a half inch shells and stuff like that. And that's the tightest one. And they're thinking, Oh, well that's, that's what I got to get. And it, and for me, from what I've found is it is the exact opposite on the black cloud. I want it to be as open as I can get it on one of those tubes because it just seems to come out better for me. That's what, that's yeah. what I'm seeing. And that and that's the effect of that that muzzle pressure thing I was talking about early earlier. Um, yeah, and sometimes you know it's always this, you know you always have like faster is better or tighter is better, right. and it's not necessarily the case. You know, right. um, you got to keep in mind its considerations, but you may find you know that the the slower load is going to pattern better for you, and ultimately what's best is putting more more pellets on target, right? Right. So right. don't get hung up on it. Should be this constriction. Because even, talk, you know, I've talked to Rob just fairly recently that we sat down and chatted for a bit. And, uh, you know, he'll even tell you, depending on gun manufacturer. There's no doubt. Know, your your board no diameter doubt. is going to be very different. So this choke tube with a browning is going to be different for this choke tube with a vanilla. You know? Right. There's no, listen, there's no doubt about it. Like I said, you got to take your gun. you got to take your gun. you got to take your ammo. And you gotta you got to dial in. Like, like, you have to do you have to do your homework and dial in. There's no, there's no other way around it. You know what I mean? You got to dial mm -hmm. in, do your homework, get your stuff done, the whole deal. And, you know, and get, and get yourself dialed in. Um, now, um, I mean, listen, I'm, I'm not, a, uh, I, I'll use any, uh, any ammo that I think will give me the advantage uh, waterfowl hunting. There's no doubt about it. And I know everybody else is always looking for the advantage, but it's, it's a disadvantage if you don't go through everything and do your science project and figure out what works for you. There's no doubt about it. So yes, I would tell everybody to dial in, you know, everything. And, and, you know, the other thing is, is shot speed. Um, you know, that, that could kill your whole equation once you start 
you know, you're talking about wing shooting, you're talking about shooting at a flying object and nothing will kill your, uh, you know, your lead and everything else more than shot speed. And I tell everybody, just stay the same if you can. That's all that That's I ask. Sure. Yeah. And, you know, typically faster is going to mean more recoil and, you know, you, you can talk to most sporting clay shooters and, and they'll say, the less recoil I have, the faster I'm back on target. Right. So, and, and, you know, on hunters, it's the same. So if you can, anything that's going to start pulling your head off the stock is going to, is going to hurt you. So, you know, from an accuracy standpoint. So, yeah, you just, I mean, you really got to find that mix for you. And what I found in my life is like, you know, when I was a young, younger guy, it was all 12 gauge and three and a half. And that was all I had. And I did find that I shot better, but I think it's just because the payload, there's more pellets in it. And then, you know, you graduate to three inch and now I'm, or 12 gauge, three inch. And now I'm a little more 20 gauge. And then last season I shot, I kind of just made a conscious effort. I tried uh, two and three quarter ounce and an eighth loads. Right. And, you know, if ducks are finishing right in front of you, it's, it's more than enough. But I mean, it's custom preference, but right. we all go through cycles in our life. And maybe as I get older, I'm feeling smarter. I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, Daniel just jumped on and said, what's your favorite? He says, what's your favorite choke shot shell combo uh, for big geese? And, you know, you go ahead and I could I could throw in what I, what I ended up shooting this past year, too. Go ahead. Sure. I'm a big fan of, uh, you know, Big East. I'm assuming we're talking big Canadians. Yes. Um, I really like one shot. And I've got a Benelli Super Black Eagle 2 with the Kicks High Flyer Choke and our 3-inch 1s. Gotcha. And the, the PWB or the, the Ultimate Quarter 1s. And those pattern really well. And, you know, I just, the very first time, I just felt like I shoot better. And I don't know if it's confidence. I don't know what it is. But that's always been a, a favorite for me. If it looks like they're going to be uh, further out or you're in your field, you know, you're field hunting and they're, they're higher up, then I'll probably go to a double P. Yeah, listen, there's there's no doubt confidence has a lot to do with it. Because I was just going to say, so, so I'm, sh I, like, late season, I will end up shooting, uh, like, a, a, a little tighter, um, pattern master, which would be like a mid range only. And then I'll go to, um, I shot these a bunch, which was the, um, the high velocity black clouds in just twos. Uh, and I also had it, uh, I tried some in BB, which I thought, I thought worked really good for me. So, but that's, you know, but that's, that's me, that's me shooting, you know, that's, that's the super black Eagle three that I've had for, for years. And, that choke tube which i've had for years and just dialing the right ammo in you know what i mean that's mm -hmm. what i ended up doing now you know for me for ducks you know listen i don't know what it is but the uh the blue box speed shock to me is like the best patterning uh ammo with the the pattern master tube that i use which is like their decoy tube which is wide open for me that combination seems to give me uh a really good pattern at 20 yards and 25 you know when ducks are right in the hole i'm not like shooting right past them because it's coming out like a rifle you know what i mean yep. i got a good pattern and then i know you know confidence or whatever else you want to call it i know that i can stretch to 45 when a group is leaving and I could peel one out uh, on a, 
you know, a last shot or whatever the case, or I, I, you know, let some other guys shoot and then I jumped in late, but I know I can, and I know I can not, you know, clip it and just wing it and get a sailor. I know that I could flat out, you know, stone dead kill him at 45 because that's how much I'm dialed in. And I know once I get past there, then I'm iffy. So then I just don't shoot. I, I know my limitations and you got to know that. Yeah, sure. I, I, uh, <clears throat> I hunt with a couple different guys and, and I guess I maybe I'm patient. I don't know, but I wait for him to get closer just because I just feel like my success rate is better, you know, and you take no the doubt. long shot when you have to, but yeah, I agree. Like knowing your limits is going to be a big part. of it. I mean, There's no, big, there's where, no doubt where you, where you know, you're going to put them down and you don't got to worry about sailing them and, and uh, you know we don't we want our dogs to work, but not that. Hard. That's right. We right, that's right. We don't want them to work that hard. So we're we're kind of <laughs> giving them a little bit of, you know, we're kind of giving them a little bit of the benefit of the doubt and not trying to you know just you know, you know freaking kill them. So yeah, there's there's no doubt. Um, on the on the speed shock, I know, and like I said, I use that. I use that. I guess. I would say the majority of the time on ducks and early geese. Like I usually shoot uh, like the three inch, one and an eighth, twos. Probably, I would probably say eighty percent of the year, you know, goes goes on that. It's it's going fast enough for me, you know what I mean? That I'm not mm -hmm. uh, that I know my lead, you know what I mean? So I'm not. Uh, I'm not changing speed. I'm not, I'm not doing anything. Like I know exactly where my lead is. The majority, you know, like I said, 80% of the year when I'm shooting those, I know where I'm at and it just seems to perform for me, uh, the best. Now I know you guys worked on, um, you know, having that run a little cleaner. So, I mean, have you done something there? I mean, I haven't I haven't seen a huge difference, um, but you know, listen the way the way the shotguns are made today and the way they function and what they do, like you know, big deal the you know big deal the Benelli's is dirty on the inside as it is on the outside. Mm -hmm. Like what I like it, it it has never. I guess what I'm getting at is I haven't had a malfunction because of the you know say you know because everybody's like oh that. You know that ammo runs dirty, or or this one runs clean. Like I've never had, you know, a weapon malfunction because of, you know, the dirtiness of it. So, I mean, can you give us some insight on that? And have you guys made some changes on that? Or, you know, I mean, it is what it is. Like I said, I haven't had a malfunction, you know, in in a long time. I think. Yeah, it's we it, it, in cleanliness is, is very subjective, right? Because right. it's it's very hard. Like, how can you tell my gun's dirtier than yours? Right, you right. Um, and I think the six of us could go out and shoot the exact same loads and get six different reports about how dirty we we felt the gun was at the end. But for for a long time, as a reputation amongst hunters, it was known that federal steel loads were dirtier. And the main reason behind that was, was I mean, a thought out one is we used a little bit, you know, powders have burn rates and they right, burn right. where they, they hit a pressure curve over a certain amount of time. 
And so we used a little slower burning powder and then our, our primers are hotter than most of the rest of the industry because of the compounds that we use. So we used a really hot primer that would set off a lower burning, slower burning powder and that gave us very consistent burn, gave us very consistent ballistics that we could hit day in, day out in the factory. Right. Um, and so, but your result of that, any slower burning powder is gonna have more unburned powder or more residue left over. Um, so we did get, you know, people brought that to our attention over the years. And so we did work on using some faster burning powders. Um, and that's when we re when we relaunched Speed Shot a couple years ago, we, right. we used that. And so every every load has alternative recipes. It's just like if you're a hand loader and you have a recipe book. Right. You can have one bullet and you can use seven different powders. We, we have multiples that we use and we lean towards using the faster, cleaner burning ones as often as possible as we can. So that was the... That was a change we made, you know, over the years. I've heard that some people say they haven't seen a difference. I've heard some say it was completely different and love it. Um, mainly what we do is we, we shoot a sample and then we take unburnt residue out of the barrels and right. we weigh it. And right. That's how we try to subjectively measure it but or uh, quantitatively measure it. But, yeah, it is. It's very much a perception, but we just tried to do our best to give the best shooting experience out there and that was some of the feedback we had. So. Yeah, and I, I don't – like I said, I don't – I haven't uh, – uh, I haven't seen any uh, issues. I think, oh my God, this was years. This had to be ten years ago. Uh, I remember, I remember some powder getting stuck in the in the in the safety mechanism, and my safety was stuck on. I mean, this was years ago, years oh, wow. ago, and I mean that was, you know, that's just abuse and whatever else, and that's just a one in a million thing there. But you know, listen, if you if you shoot a weapon and you know waterfowl guys i think are the worst at it they're like oh yeah i'll clean my gun when the season's over like you know i try to strip it down you know three times throughout the season we get a ton of rain i'm in oregon so we get a pile of rain so uh you know listen get dirt in there get some powder in there and then add a bunch of water to it. You know what I mean? And all we're doing is mixing cement out here. So I try not Pretty to much, take, yeah. you know, I try not to take any chances. Um, and, and even if it's just blowing the powder out or doing whatever. And, and I just, like I said, I just don't see, I don't, I haven't seen any problems with it. So I got, I got zero complaints. Um, right, here's a question. I do have another thing on the powder side. Yeah, go ahead. We, we did that went along with that as well. Um, so a lot of, People will notice, like, as it gets colder, you'll notice that your lead changes. Have you, have you seen that? Um, and, and, and it's hard to, as I grew up, I was heard as they're colder, the, the goose, they're, they're downier, and it's harder to break through the feathers. And, and that, there may be something to that, but another byproduct of using slower burning butters or depending on the blend is at your burn speed at zero degrees is different than 70. Correct. And it could be as, it could be as much as 30 to 50 feet per second. And so that's a difference in the lead time. So the powders that we're all working to now, we we really strive for temp stable as much as power as possible, and uh, we have some of the best that we found ever. Uh, so that whether you're hunting in 80 degrees or you're hunting in 20 degrees, you you should feel the the same shooting experience. So that is something that we've worked on as well. Yeah, I mean, and li and listen, you know, as you know, if you're talking about 30 feet per second, you know, you're not going to notice that in your lead you know, much at all, you know, once you get 50 and over, you know, you get to a hundred and now you, now you start to play with, yes, your, your lead might change and everything else. So, you know, if you guys listen, if you guys are concentrating on, uh, 
having the best powder, the best dependable powder to burn, whether it's zero degrees or 80 degrees, and that's what you're getting. And the little byproduct of that or the downside is that it doesn't burn all the powder and you have a little bit of residue, like, I'll take it. Do you know what I mean? I would rather I would rather have that than all of a sudden I'm on a you know I'm on a late season shoot and you know birds are everywhere and I'm dinging primers and the powder's not going off. You know what I mean? Then I'm yeah. I'm out of the game. So mm-hmm. um, you know, listen, every product in the world is not perfect. That, that you know, it just doesn't happen like that. There's going to be you know pluses and there's going to be very minor negatives so that's all you're trying to do you're trying to make the best possible product for everyone out there and you know you know listen you guys have been on fire you guys have great you know you know my god the the rimfire the rifle i mean the the categories are just endless i mean the amount of ammo you guys are pumping out is is pretty impressive and it's not like listen this is not like your first day doing it so yeah for sure you know, for my, sure my God. we do get a lot of you know a lot of comments and, and god bless people too you know especially in a job like mine it's all about consumer feedback to know that's what right we're doing. We're like you know but you come up with something like well that, i mean did you guys think of this do you know you know it's like you know we got some fairly smart people who have been doing it a while so that's right we try but we do we do love the, the feedback yeah it's a great it's a great company to work for and and uh you know, I'd argue that we have, a, you know, an industry-leading product in almost every category out there. So I feel like we're ahead of the curve, and we've really been pushing hard on new products and development, and we still got a bunch of stuff in the hopper going forward. So it's, it's exciting. Well, that's cool. Is there is there anything that, uh, well, if there's anything else new coming, you're obviously not going to talk about it now, so I'm not even going to go there. But I do <laughs> I do have another question that I want to I wanna get to, uh, and and my buddy Todd, who's over in Wisconsin, uh, Todd Gifford is like he. I don't know if you know Todd at all. Um, I know I met Todd years and years <laughs> ago when uh, I worked at Sportsman's Warehouse, and he gotcha. was just getting up going, uh, getting his crow business going. That's right. So so, yeah. t- so Todd Todd is the crow killer. Okay. Mm-hmm. There is there is like zero like doubt. He is the crow. He is the crow man. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. he is. If there, if there is a poster child for it, he's the guy. There, sure. there is no doubt. So are you guys? So you guys have a load for uh, like a crow pigeon slash load? Is that correct? Yeah, we have a the, the one that we had in mind for that was uh, what we call hybrid. And, uh, it's a lead it's a lead shot load it's uh typically you know you need a you know crows are tough you know oh, there's so no you doubt need some power to bring them down and so it's an ounce and a we have an ounce and an eighth and an ounce and a quarter um so i would prefer the ounce and a quarter load and then the wad we use in there is fairly forgiving in terms of recoil so it softens up the, the recoil a little bit without sacrificing the the power so um we we load that hybrid we have a four, five, and six shot in that ounce and a quarter load. And then the ounce and an eighth is the ounce and an eighth at 1275. Um, we have, I got a double check. What, what is that under on the, on the, uh, on the website? Is that under, uh, Upland clay target? Like what's it under? Yeah, um, it would be under Upland. Okay. I'm going to check it. Cause. Yeah. So we have the ounce and an eighth. Um, we offer, 
in six, seven and a half and eights. So it was mainly the goal for that was either the, the competitive pigeon shooters are out there, That's right. loads, and then like a really, you know, kind of a high flying dove load as they're oh, yeah. heading out as they're heading out for water, you know. Gotcha in the middle of the day. Gotcha, gotcha. That is I'm getting to it right now, so I'm I want to be I want to be up on it because that's all Todd was talking about. He's like, man, wait do you see this? It's coming. Like I'm telling you. <laughs> oh sure. Yeah, I think uh, I know. Yeah, I, I know some of our uh, some of our crew went down and shot birds with Todd a couple times. So yeah, I mean, listen, he is the oh there it is, hi bird, there it is. So oh my god, the fives would be just oh my god. Yeah, it's I mean it's a it's a good load for crows. That's a good Ugh. you know just want all around upland load too. You know, it's going to shoot great for that, too. So Yeah, I mean, that's brutal right there. Fives, oh, my God, that would be just – I mean, listen, because I remember, you know, I, I go all the way back – oh, there's eight shot, too. Oh, my. Yeah, I go back to, like – I go back to, like, my dad, you know, and when, uh, you know, we started uh, – you know, I started going as a kid. Like, I remember that's what my dad shot. He shot, he shot number five lead. You know what I mean? That was his, that was his shot, and it was two and three quarter too, and sure. it was just, yep. oh my god, it was just absolutely like brutal. So there's no doubt that there's no doubt that that is that that might that might be the one I have to chase and get because that to me sounds like just yeah madness and just murder. <laughs> yeah, the reports have been good, and I've used it up on hunting. I haven't shot curls, I'll be honest with you about it. But I did do, uh, when we made me field tested the product, we went down to Texas and banged at Doug's for two days, and I shot nothing but hybrid. Oh, I bet. I bet you that was a blast. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Um, okay, so anything uh, anything on any of the, uh, you know, I know there's a lot of guys on here that also, uh, that also predator hunt. There's guys that, you know, do whatever. Is there... Is there anything brand new on any of the rimfire or rifle side or handgun, you know, or personal protection? You know, if you want to give me at least, you know, one thing that's new in any of those categories, something that, you know, guys might look out for if they're looking online right now and, you know, you know, they're cooped up and they want to go do some, you know, target shooting. They want to try to chase some coyotes still. Uh, you know stuff like that. What what would what would there be something to look at there if there's something new? Yeah. So uh, for personal defense standpoint, we have we have an awesome new product called the Force X Two Buckshot. And in a nutshell, it's it's nine pellet buckshot that when it hits a target, is designed to break into two pieces. So think nine pellets with eighteen wounds. Um, it's pretty devastating stuff. Uh, we're pretty close to bringing that out to to produce. Probably by the end of April is what we're hoping. We're hoping to before April, but it's taken a little bit longer to get the machine up and running than we wanted. So look for that guy. That's called the Force X2. That's in 12 gauge, nine pellet buck load. Um, and then on the, from the rimfire side, we did something kind of cool this year. Is in a 22 Magnum. We have what's called a segmenting hollow point bullet. Um, and we've had segmenting hollow point bullets all throughout our lineup at CCI for a long time, and we have them that. You know, in 22 long rifle that break apart at 1600 feet per second and break apart at 900 feet per second, which is pretty substantial. Right. But there's never been a 22 Magnum, and it's because the jacket 
is too rigid on a copper jacket. And so we have this coating that we call Clean 22, which is polymer-coated stuff. If you've seen that, we have red bullets and blue bullets. Yes, I did see that. So we did the Clean 22 coating on the 22 Magnum, and that allowed it to break into three pieces and give us that cool three-piece fragmentation every time. But at the same time, if we just did a lead bullet, you would follow up your barrel on about 10 shots. Gotcha. So that polymer coating is fantastic at reducing leading in the barrel, hence why we call it Clean 22. And the benefit to that is if you had like one gun or 22 Magnum or you're a fur hunter, you know, it's going to give you one shot. It dissipates energy, plenty of energy. You're going to have three wound channels, but you're not going to have as much, you know, potential blow through damage on the animal as well. Right. So that'll probably be loading around May or June. Um, we were hoping a little bit, but demand's uh, been pretty high, so we might have to push that one up a little bit. But, I gotcha. Yeah, two cool new products. That 462 is fantastic. It's a great, it's, it's a great load, and uh, look for that segment in home as well. Awesome, awesome. Well, yeah, I'll have to look at some of those. I mean, listen, the, you know, chasing coyotes, chasing coyotes, and you know. I mean, my son and I do a bunch of just 22 plinking and, you know, and out and about. So, so yeah, we're going to have to check on a bunch of those uh, to see what we can see what we can snag and do. Um, so while we're doing the podcast, what, what I'm going to do is I'm going to upload, uh, and I cleared it with all your people over there. So what I'm going to do is upload a link so folks can get in and sign up to win a case of Black Cloud. So we're going we're gonna to throw them a case of Black Cloud. So if they want to just get in the comments of the podcast and get in there, Get, find the link and sign up. Everybody's going to get a shot to uh, grab a case of Black Cloud. So if you, you know, you haven't tried it, you want to stock back up, you whatever, like this is your chance to get in and uh, and get that. So, so that's a cool thing we got jumping off. So that'll be good. Is there um, is there anything else you want to cover? I think we I think we definitely talked a bunch about you know what guys are the most concerned about. Like I said, everybody's always talking about the choke tubes and what they can do and 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 you know how they could figure out their recipe and everything else. So is there any other tips or anything you could add? I mean, coming from the ammunition side, what, you know, what folks should do? No, I just think like right now at the times where we are right now, where a lot of people are at home or maybe not necessarily working, you know, the the ammunition industry has been deemed essential. So our plants are going and we're doing our best to keep our people safe and the, and the, the product coming out. But, you know, a lot of people are finding time at their hands. And if your range will allow it to your backyard allows it, use that time to go brushing up, take somebody out. You know, if you're, if you got kids who haven't shot much before, you know, use this as an opportunity. as kind of a bonding time. Me and my son did it uh, just last week. So that's just my tip for right now. Make the best use of the time. And a lot of people don't pattern their shotguns because it's time consuming. Well, maybe you, you might have that opportunity right now to, to go out there. And I think you'll find the benefits, you know, in the, and then when the fall comes around and hopefully, you know, turkey season's coming and I don't know any better way to practice social distancing than going out and turkey so, <laughs> That's right. I'm, I'm, really, I'm really looking forward to it. They've been gobbling all around my house and it just fires me up every day. So. Yeah, there's no doubt. There's nothing. I mean, listen, you know, any kind of hunter, whether, whether you're, you know, it doesn't matter what you are, uh, you know, if you, you chase deer, you chase crows, you chase predators, you chase whatever. I mean, listen. Uh, we are we are the kings and queens of social distancing. I mean, we know like <laughs> like listen, we wanna we wanna get lost, you know, in the woods and just be gone. So you know, we're 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 really good at social distancing. And I and I do agree. Listen, if you have somewhere to go to pattern your shotgun, like absolutely now is the time because you can get a couple different ammos, 
twos, threes, fours, whatever you want to do. You want to get some Black Cloud. You want to get some Speed Shock. You want to get, you know, whatever. You want to get some TSS. I mean, I only shot TSS. I will say that. I only shot TSS once this year, and it was... I, I thought I was being very mean to the birds. So, <laughs> so and because we were shooting small geese, we were shooting small geese. And I just said to myself, like, okay, like, like, don't, don't do that again. Like, cause we don't get a ton of honkers here. We get a lot of little geese and I shot a couple and I was like, oh yeah, that was bad. So I, I won't do the, I won't do the TSS on the little geese or the ducks any, anymore. I won't do that. I'll just save it for the big geese and go from there. So yeah, uh, I, I look at that TSS load as well. That's your, that's your third shot. Oh, you know? <laughs> bro. It's, it is, um, it is definitely all it's cracked up to be. There's no doubt about it. There is no doubt about it. So, so that I think is awesome. So, all right, cool. All right, Daniel from Federal, bro. I appreciate all the time, all the info. Um, I will, you know, tag you guys and put up the website and do whatever. Folks know where to find you guys uh, online. It's no secret. You guys have been doing this a long time and know what you're doing and have just about everybody's bases covered, no matter what they do. Uh, which is great, you know, and you guys, you know, you guys do everything very well. It's not like you do great shot shell and then you're, you know, rim fires suspect. Um, one thing before, before we go, I want to say to you is, can you tell me, can you run through the companies that federal is so folks know and understand, like when they go and buy CCI, like you guys, that's you making it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, we have two manufacturing facilities, one in Anoka, uh, Minnesota, and one in Lewiston, Idaho. Lewiston, Idaho is the home of CCI and Spear. Yep. Um, so CCI is the leader of rimfire ammunition. Uh, Spear is primarily, you know, then Spear bullets as well, so known for reloading bullets. That's right. Uh, and then Spear is a lot of personal defense ammo, and then that's Blazer that yep. goes along with that. We are, you know, as a company between CCI and Spear, we're probably 80% of the law enforcement market. Wow. Uh, so we're very tried and true with those who are on the front lines every day, and uh, we use them to, you know, that what better endorsement is than what all the what all the police officers use for you. So that's out in Idaho, and then in Minnesota, uh, where the federal plant is, that's where uh, federal, estate, and uh, fusion ammo you'll find. Right. And then on the on the uh, on the uh, rifle ammo, is there anything else there? I know there's obviously federal on the rifle ammo. Is there anything else there? Uh, just within those brands, gotcha. Um, we have, you know, there's some spear rifle, there's yep. some fusion rifle, and yep. then a full, you know, federal premium. Obviously, is our, our right. flagship. Right. <clears throat> yeah. So that's what I'm saying. They, they, you know, folks need to know. You know, if they're not in the business or they're not, you know, uh, they don't know all the connections and what you guys do. They know if they, it, like, like you said, if they buy a a, a CCI or a, a a spear or or whatever, they're buying a federal product. They know you know, the background, they know that it's being done right. So that's, that's the cool thing about that. I, I want to make sure folks know that. So that's, that's definitely a, a great thing. So awesome. All right, Daniel, listen, bud, appreciate you jumping on with us and spending your time with us, uh, uh, and giving us all the knowledge. I mean, this is awesome. We appreciate it. You yeah, guys are great, great product. Thanks. Yeah. And thanks for having me, man. Okay. Daniel Compton, Federal Ammunition, bud. Appreciate it. You guys have a great day and uh, and stay safe. I mean, that's that's about the you know best thing I could say right now.
All right, bud. Thank you. You bet. Have a good one, Mario. Thank Appreciate you, Daniel. Thank you. Talk to you soon. Hey, bud. All right. Bye. Daniel Compton from Federal Ammunition. Like, Daniel's just, uh, man, he just... He just totally took us out with, you know, every every bit of information uh, that that you can get on shot shells uh, for waterfowl, for turkey, for anything, for anything going on. Um, they got it. I know I looked at uh, a couple comments and a couple things, and somebody asked uh, about, you know, shooting teal in early season and and choke tube and stuff like that. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't have a a teal season or a, uh, like an early teal here, we'll just have, you know, our early duck season that goes on. But, you know, like I said earlier, I mean, I try to stay predominantly the same choke and, uh, the same load, same speed, everything for the majority, 80% of the season. And then later in the year, I might change up and, and jump down from twos to ones or BBs, but try to stay at the same speed. If you're, if you're shooting teal, you know, maybe you, maybe you take the 20 gauge out, you know what I mean? Or maybe you back down to, you know, threes or fours or, or back it all the way down in, in something like that. And obviously you're going to shoot them close. So you, you might, uh, you might want a little wide open pattern. So you might look at a, you know, like if, if I had, if I had to shoot early teal and I knew we were going to shoot him close, I'd probably shoot a, a pattern master, uh, decoy tube, which is their, you know, their close range or the, the timber tube, the, it's the same one or the, even the upland tube, they're all the same tube. They're just labeled. So everybody knows what they're buying or what they want to shoot. And I would probably shoot like four shot and, and just do that. I mean, heck you can go down to two and three quarter and probably shoot fours and just be just be hammering them but you got to go and and you have to pattern and see what it's doing you know you have to you have to do that so you know definitely definitely do that and do your homework just like we talked about like you gotta you gotta be in you gotta be in the science to figure out what's going on uh you have to be in tune with the the speed uh your lead and you know pellets downrange and on target so you just got to do your homework and do exactly that so so that's what i would do i would i would do that uh and um and just go for it um daniel just asked are upland chokes safe with steel yeah just check the manufacturer and what it says uh usually most of them are but um you know i, I know um, you know, like I say, pattern masters, you know, God, I've been shooting it forever. So, you know, we're just talking about, you know, how much, I mean, God, I've been shooting, um, I've been shooting pattern master probably, probably 20 years. So, I mean, I got 20 years of pattern master and, you know, I've, I've seen all the ammos and everything else. So the best thing that I would say is just, just pattern, just do that. But, but I've shot lead through it. I've shot steel through it. I've shot some bismuth through it. So, you know, just, just check your, you know, do your research. Like I said, we got nothing else to do right now. We're, we're stuck in the house and kind of, <laughs> we're on, you know, we're on lockdown and everything else. So do your homework now, go out and shoot some loads, get it on paper, 
do the pattern board, do the whole thing and, and get in on it. That's the best. That's the best thing that I could tell everybody right now, if you got time. Um, so that's the podcast for today, April 1st. Uh, we're trying to come at you every week with a podcast next week. Uh, I believe I'll have my buddy Brooks on from camp chef. If you got a, uh, a freezer full of meat and you want to, uh, you know, know what to do with it. We'll get you covered. We'll talk about it next week. And also I'll have the link in the comments. Uh, and you'll have till Friday to get in to win a case of black cloud. All you got to do is go in and sign up. So just find the link in the comments. I'll get it up there and, and get you guys locked and loaded. So you can, you know, you can, you can get in there and do your thing and, and I'll put that up. So I got you guys covered. I'm going to do that right now before I forget. And all you got to do, like I said, all you got to do is get in on the comments. You click on the link and uh, copy the link. Let me put it right in right now while we're chit-chatting. And there we go. Links in. Link to win. There we go. All right. You're in. All right. Um... Uh, Appreciate everybody checking in, and once again, the FA Podcast, it's uh, it's powered by the great people at, at Benelli who help us uh, and partner with us, as well as Federal Ammunition. I mean, obviously, they're a great, great partner, a great product. Everybody that we're involved with is is something I use, you know, throughout the year and, and have for a long time. So, you know, partners partners are there. It's a partnership. It's not just, you know, we're... We're going, hey, give me some free stuff and we'll do this. That's not how we roll at Final Approach. Like we, when we were in a partnership, we're in with people and we're, we're helping support them. They got great stuff and, and they want us and we want uh, them and us. We just got a partnership going. We're doing great things together. So we're just trying to do all our stuff. So uh, obviously my people at Mossy Oak have been, you know, I've been doing that for a long, long time with those guys. Uh, and uh, a new partnership that we kind of sparked up and really started pushing the last few years is is uh, my buddy Rob's outfit up in uh, Alberta, which is Ranchland Outfitters. Uh, Rob's been a great guy. We've been up there. Man, I've been up there for the last 10, 12 years, and it's just one of the best places. It, it, it's It's just incredible up there. And just everybody up there, and I'm just good friends with them, and we're just trying to do stuff together and help each other's business businesses out. So I appreciate that a lot. That's that's more of a friendship than anything else, and just we're just trying to help each other out and do stuff. And he's got a great operation, and you know we've just been connected all these all these years. So that's pretty cool. And like I said, next week Camp Chef we'll have Brooks on, and um, <clears throat> last week we had Lou pulled on. Um, Somebody won a brand new pair of uh, their performance eyewear last week, so we're trying to give you guys something to to win as well on the podcast. And everybody's bored out of their minds. And of course, we talked a ton about Pattermaster today, and my buddy uh, Anthony and everybody over at Benchmade. So we got a lot of partners that help us and do stuff that you know jump in with us and got some great great companies. So, all right, that's the FA podcast for today, April first. If you want to check us out, do so fabrand.com. Make sure you uh, get on uh, Instagram and uh, and follow us there. Like us on Facebook. Check out our YouTube channel. Uh, we just added a bunch of videos and a couple other things on the website as well. Uh, we we took a lot of video last year of uh, you know Canada and Kansas City and a bunch of other places we hunted and here in Oregon. So so we threw a bunch up and up together. So check that out when you can. Appreciate it. All right, that's uh that's your podcast for April first with Final Approach.